Hello and welcome to Part the Bus, the podcast that talks everything Scottish football from up and down the country. Now it is European week, we SPFL has just started, so we are here, we're going to go nip through the SPFL that happened at the weekend and the rundown of the European ties as well and then see where we take that takes us. Now it is me Andy Dixon hosting as you can hear um, and we have got, somehow he's made a return, that is Kieran Hunter. And made the return from Easter Road tonight as well. Hello, Andy. How are you doing? Not bad, mate. Not bad. How's you? Ah, oh, good, mate. Apart from being stuffed by what I think's a variant of COVID, but hey, oh, we didn't have COVID, COVID doesn't exist. Just... Remember? Oh, aye, aye. There's certainly someone that doesn't exist. But are we getting a political corner already? Are we? Aye, political corner in his granny's spare room. Anyway. Oh dear. But hi, anyway, we will we will leave that well, well, well alone, um, and we will go and we'll we'll start talking about the SPFL. So obviously, they returned on Saturday. Um, there was obviously a full card as the games were returned, and obviously, the champion Celtic they won they won their match, four uh, two. Obviously, Hart Madonna they won their match, um. But there's probably one, the biggest shock of the weekend was the one at Rugby Park. That was a five o'clock game. And we've got a Kilmarnock fan on the podcast who can talk us and tell us all about that. Well, I'd love to tell you all about it, Andy, but I spent my weekend in Newcastle trying to catch up with this game in a nightclub that had no signal. So you can imagine the temperament that I had and then to be told by my pals that Kilmarnock had scored. And then obviously running a bit daft trying to find signal to see who scored and when was it. Oh, it was just it was a nightmare. But for what I, for what I've seen in the highlights, it's uh, it more or less goes for what I said in pre season and some of the league cup games is that our defence is going to be what keeps us in it this season. Absolutely solid, Robbie D's. What a signing! So glad to have Finlay back. Looks like he had never left. Mayo. Looks twice the player that he was when he was with us last season. The new boy that we've got for, I think, is it West Ham? And Daba, frightening. Um, so, again, defensively, we just look so sound. Midfield looks not bad. Up front, Kyle Vassal, he just looks like he's up for it. And I think giving that guy the armband this season is going to prove to be the difference. The game, <clears throat> we we kept it solid, we kept it tight. Rangers chucked the kitchen sink at us, as you'd expect them to do. We had to raise our game. Didn't think that everyone was going ranting and raving about Todd Cantwell, but to be honest, Armstrong just made him look like an amateur footballer. Armstrong, absolutely. I would say Cantwell didn't start. This is a thing. Didn't start, but then when he came on, as I said, there was a lot of people ranting and raving about him, saying like how well he had done to come in and change the game and stuff like that, and put in a temple for Rangers. But as I said, Armstrong just absolutely bullied him. Um, but. It was, I mean, it, it was, it's a pretty, it's a pretty shock result. It's a result that we didn't expect, especially on the opening day. It's the first time that Rangers have lost on the opening day in 25 years as well. So, bear in mind. 98, the last time they lost? 98, the last time they, they lost the first game. 2-0 the the against Hearts. Was it? Oh, oh, Sorry, 3-2 against Hearts, I should say. I'll leave you I'll leave you the time scale, but yeah, I knew who it was. So there you go. Yeah. That's that's nice and ironic. But um yeah, so I mean it's it's what a start for us. Like 
it's, it's again, it's always it's always going to be about Rangers getting beat. It's always going to be about the fact that you know they've lost the first game. You know, title hopes are in tatters already. You know, Kelly are sitting in third place. It's great. It's it's great for first game. But now Rangers could go and win the next thirty-seven, and we could lose the next thirty-seven. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's it's one of the ones. So, yeah, great great result, outstanding result. Um, is it is it one to be surprised by for Rangers getting? Considering their their whole rebuild, and I mean the fact that Michael Beals what flopped off what about four or five starting eleven players in the summer. Yeah, he did. I mean, he has. He certainly. I mean, he certainly brought in a few. I mean, um, we didn't manage to get the preview out, and I'd recorded bits on this. But I mean, he has certainly brought. He has certainly brought some in. You can argue that. I mean, especially in goals, they've definitely upgraded in there. Um, depending on your viewpoint on Morelos, especially the Morelos last season. I mean, anybody that can score goals is a as an upgrade on him. So. There is places that they have maybe they have changed it. It's going to take time for them to build, obviously, um, or even to gel in. Um, but these are Michael. These are now Michael Beale's own players, um, and we'll come on to the this week the the European result as well because obviously that's slightly different. As it means that Rangers are obviously they're on catch up already. Uh, Celtic one four two and basically Celtic one four two ease, but it means that Rangers are already three points behind. Um, I mean, I've got Dundee in the weekend. It's probably not going to be as much a difficult challenge as you'd imagine Dundee at home. But yeah, it's it's going to be an upward upward struggle for Rangers. Um, obviously, because Celtic do look just that wee bit more comfortable. They were very comfortable against Ross County. Obviously, Ross County did score. There was a controversial as as normally happens. You didn't get a penalty at Parkhead, and they got a penalty straight at the back here. But it probably wasn't a penalty either. But yeah, I mean that's probably with the with the with the Premier League, the Premier League that really what we want to talk about. I mean, if I want to say, if I want to say anything, yeah. what's that? No, sorry, I was just cleaning my throat. All right, okay, sorry. Was like, because obviously the other results were, were obviously we went up to obviously we went up to Perth and won two now. Um, subs really changed the game little bit of pace and we'll come on to pace later on because it's going to be a big subject for us and I mean other games were draws uh, Lovey got an 0-0 draw and it was a 1-1 at Dens as well so what we'll do is we'll skip down the league um, the game probably the biggest game of the weekend was probably the one that opened up the whole league season would you say did you see that while you were in or Newcastle again weren't you you wouldn't have seen that either is, are, we, are we moving to Easter Road no, why would we? Is this the game you're talking? No, I was talking about. I was totally bypassing Easter Road. I was talking about Dundee United versus Arbroath on the Friday. All right, because uh, before we moved in the league, you completely missed out the fact that St. Mirren were 2 0 up, lost the two goal lead, and then they end up winning the game 3 2. <laughs> well, that's very true. I was just trying to bypass Hibs. But yeah, that's very true. Hibs, <laughs> Hibs definitely was a, a, a really a good classic Hibs in, to be honest. Um, Hockney penalties, actually, to be fair, and we'll come back to the Dundee United, was, did you think it was a penalty for St Mirren? Uh, I've not actually seen it, so uh, I can't comment. It is. But all, oh, all Stonewaller, it's a Stonewaller, absolutely, absolutely, every day of the week, absolute Stonewaller for St Mirren. Um, 
what actually happens is that Neil goes over and I think that he clips the front of his boot and he falls over. Right. It's probably quite soft, but speaking to a boy in my work today, who's a Hibs fan, and he was at the game, and basically, I missed this bit of the game, but he's, obviously, the boys fell over in Hibs box. The, le- the, le- the referees then waved that away, pushed them forward, so Hibs have attacked. Boyle's got, Boyle's fell over in the St. Mirren box. Right. Then they went to VAR, and it just says VAR penalty check, so he's thinking it's going to be a penalty for Hibs. And then the refs over at the monitor watching, but obviously even if that was a foul, if, they, if he deems it was a foul on the St Mirren boy first, then that they goes back to that foul, and then they got the penalty. And then they were two dull down very quickly. But Johnson obviously made a he made the big changes. He brought on Levitt, he took off Campbell, he brought on somebody else. He took off um, who did he take off? He made two changes very after half an hour, and then obviously he, he took Boyle off and he brought on Lafondra. And there was booze. I, I was watching it at that point. I found a stream and I was watching the game. And there, were, he was, there was booze and obviously taking off Martin Boyle. But how quickly they broke for the first goal, Hibs' first goal was frightening. Even with Adam LaFonda, they didn't have, well, they didn't have Boyle in the park, but they, they broke very quickly and it was a well-taken goal. Obviously, they get back into the game. And, well, a, a good old-fashioned Hibs, and we've not seen one of them for a while, where they lose it. In the, very, in the last few kicks of the game. And to be honest, there's not going to be much more slagging the hibs in this podcast, so I might as well just get in now, even though I forgot about them. So, yeah, I mean, a good old hibs in. Hopefully it continues, obviously, a wee hangover for into the into next week, uh, the weekend. But we'll we'll come on to that sure, surely as well. And we will go, we'll now go to um, Dun, Dundee, versus, Dundee United versus our broth has obviously they opened up the, the league season. And it was... From what I've seen, I actually missed it. I was at work, but it was a very convincing win for Dundee United. Um, yes, return to the championship, uh, pretty straightforward. From what I seen, Lewis Moe Mo played well. Obviously, um, he scored. Middleton scored. It's a very strong Premiership looking side that Dundee United yes. has. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I, I, I agree with you, Andy. I think it's as. <laughs> Last season, they also had a very strong Premiership side. Yeah, they were just so like like the whole wind was just taken out of the sail from the the word go. You had that AZ AZ Altmar result at Tardis, but then after that, it just continuously went downhill. Yeah, but I think I think this I think this is what United need. I think when you look at it previous, okay, Goodwin didn't start off well, but the thing is, the team that he's got going to the league that they're in, with the competition that they've got around them, and given the fact they are Dundee United, with the, with the squad that they've got, they should be winning that league. Oh, absolutely. And and I think even with Goodwin, this is a chance for him to seriously turn his career around. So I think it, I think there's more to come. Um, it's unfortunate for our broth. I think they've probably, they've punched way above their weight the last yeah. couple of years. They nearly produced the fairy tale. But 4-0 doesn't really come as much of a shock. And I think especially 4-0 at half time as well, it is very yeah. convincing. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if Malt goes on to score 20 plus goals this oh, season as well. They should do it that level. Like they should be. And I think Goodwin needs to win the league by an absolute canter. Um yeah. just for just for his own sanity, probably, being there. 
Um, and I think we are in regards to our growth, our growth usually do a bit more business at the end of the transfer window when the some of the full time teams have got all their 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 business done as well. One of the player that wasn't even on the Judy Dench uh, for our growth uh, on was actually Mark Stowe. Yeah, squad player. Uh, Squad player um, wasn't even the wasn't even on the bench. So, but they didn't even fill the bench. So he's obviously must be injured. Um, well, when I went to go see him up in Bleaker, he was away on holiday. So that's, that's, that's pre. So that's pre season. Get what I mean? Like he's pre season came for like for the the background. Oh, I know. Used to Scotland, um, so he's. But it's I, I, I suppose like it. You have to take into account it's still going to be a step up for the guy, but I think our both never really seemed to have recovered since the chat, like the because their team got raided during, yeah, during the did. summer after after they finished the second in the league, and they never really seemed to have recovered for that. Yeah, because lo and behold, it's how many people are going to be looking at our both as an attraction to go to. Where, but whereas they've obviously produced and they've done well from that, yep. but as I said, they've how much further can this team actually go? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. It's all about keeping ourselves in the league, trying to be the best part-time team and things like that. And that's all that that's all our both are trying to do. Um, going through the rest of the league, obviously, Dunfermline got off to a one-in start when it with they obviously they got they got aired in their first game after playing them last season. Um, it was a good one for Queens Park as well, two-one against Inverness. Back um, in the I actually, I thought, and again in all these previews, it never ever got released. But I thought they would struggle this season. Um, have you listened to the end of the Terrace podcast, the big six hour one? Uh, I've tried to listen to me bits and pieces, but I've not listened to it all. Well, you didn't even listen to your own podcast, so that's a well, that's a good start. Um, that's because I'm on them. <laughs> no, when? <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, tonight, you'll need to listen to this one. You'll come up, but right, they were talking about because I actually got into a bit of debate about whether our both, both whether Queen's Park would what kind of season they'd have. Um, and I was I was on the, the bit about I think they would maybe have a quite a bad season, but obviously, it's a good good start. One for Inverness, uh, Greenock, Greenock Morton. I thought they started, they probably done a bit better. I would have fancied there against them, but um, yeah, I mean, with the championship. It's, again, it's so so open. Um, anything else in the championship before we move on? I think Morton are going to be a team to watch out for this season. So. By the way, uh, they they've been dark horses in that league for so long, um, and I I think I'm not I'm not saying that they're going to be up there challenging United for the title, but I think they're going to be there to cause problems. Yeah. Um, Queens Park going up to Inverness and winning cracking start for them, but. No, not much else to say about it. I, I think, unfortunately, I don't think the championship's going to be quite as tight as what it has been. I, I do genuinely believe, and I think you agree with me, Andy, that United are going to win this at a canter. Ah, and I are. think it's it's just going to be very interesting to see it from probably that those three places in the playoff. Yeah, that's it. That's all they're playing for. You're playing for the playoff places, I think. Um, we'll, we'll say that Dundee United are going to get beat this weekend. Um, we'll move on to league. We'll move on to league one. Um, and try. I'm just going through it just now. The I don't know. Like I, I don't know if there's any standout standout results. The one that maybe shot oh. other. Um, it's one, it's certainly one game. Which one? 
Phoenix you know, South Alloa. I suppose I was just thinking of shocks and everything else, but yeah, I mean, still and Albion got their gate there. Um, still and Albion obviously got their their first one after being promoted against Edinburgh City, a team that will probably will toil. But yes, Alex Queen of the South three, Alloa Alloa Athletic four is probably the, is the game. Um, it's obviously just going to have a wee look through the thing just now, and it was ex Hearts players involved in it all for, for Queen of the South, but. Yeah. Yeah, um, again, actually, fucking Connor Salmon scoring for Aloha as well. But aye, it looked like that yeah, was a cracking game. That's uh, Kelly and Hart's coming up to, <laughs> together again. Aye. Oh, excuse me, but my cough. <laughs> but aye, it's a... I think that the results, the results in that league again from the open season, nothing to be shot by. I think nah. Vincent went for Falkirk, Hamilton, cracking result. Um, but like, is this is this going to be the fall of Edinburgh City now yeah. in terms of their season and, and where they go? Okay, is, we know it's the first game, but is how much have they actually got? And how and what what's what's their situation? We know that this. I mean, we obviously went to go and see them already at Meadow Bank. We seen what it was like with the crowd. We seen what it was like with the performance. <laughs> And is this just going to be a, a pathway of things to come? And I think we can say this tight. I think we say this every season. But if Falkirk don't win it this year, <laughs> then they're never getting out of it. They're oh, never it's... like you. You look at that. They have to win it. Yeah, they have to. You're right. They do have to win the league. Um, it's going to be very tight. And I don't. They are. They've got to be favourites. They've got to be. They've got to get out of this league. And, and what's this fifth year? You're asking. So something like that, yeah, fifth year. I think Hamilton are my Hamilton's who I think will win the league. But um yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously a good win for Kelty as well against Montrose. Um in regards to Edinburgh, I think it's going to be interesting. And it's it's one of these things is that obviously the money man who's been backing the team is now obviously left. It's now fan owned, and I think that's going to that when it comes to not having a, as big a fan base is that is that going to start affecting budgets? We'll soon see. Um, obviously, I'm not Edinburgh City's biggest fan either, so it's going to be interesting to see where they go from there. Um, obviously, they've obviously they've who have they got on to, on Saturday? So they've got Queen of the South at home on Saturday. So two teams that haven't won. So yeah, two teams that haven't won at the opening weekend. They're at home tie. So yeah. It'll be interesting to see where they go for there. Good tie on Saturday as well, actually, is Lee Kelly Hearts versus Hamilton. Um, so that'll be quite an interesting one as well. Um and then Stalin Albion I'll, I'll be quite good as well. So yeah, I mean there's I think we we most of these lower leagues are gonna get the it's gonna take a wee while to start getting teams in form because again, like everybody can just beat everybody. Uh so we'll see yeah. see where that goes. We'll just move on to, to League Two as well. Obviously, Bonnerig, Bonnerig and Spartans both got draws, but I think for me, the result of the weekend uh, in League Two is Peterhead three, East Fife now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think from the, the way that they, from the team that Peterhead were last year, the way that it was a shambles, obviously, they, they came down through the playoffs. Uh, Clyde were automatically relegated. Oh, sorry, it's the other way about. Was that the other way about? Yes, it was. Uh, I can't actually remember. Yeah, no, 
No, Clyde's mm. finished bottom. Peter Red came for the playoffs. Right. So anyway, they've they've obviously yeah. they've they've managed to to pick themselves up in the low, in the league below. They've got a good convincing three 0 one. Um. So yeah, that's really really it. Spartans have got their first point as well against Clyde. How how good Clyde are going to be is probably a different a uh, a different story altogether. And again, just a couple of draws for Stenishmere, four for Bournemouth Dumbarton. So it's actually probably a good draw, good point for uh, Bournemouth at home against Dumbarton as well. So yeah, um, not what's, what what's quite funny as well is uh, sorry Andy for forgetting in there, but is that you've now got for this weekend Bournemouth are now playing Clyde, yeah. Spartans are playing Dumbarton. So <laughs> nice for reverse the fixtures there for both the the Edinburgh based club, well Edinburgh and Lovians, the Lovians based club. <laughs> Lovians, yeah. um, but no, I mean, obviously, me and Andy are going to want Rose and Spartans to do reasonably well. Obviously, coming for the East Coast and things like that. Um, but Peter Head cracking result considering they were they totally collapsed. Yeah. Um, sort of for la- the whole of last season, really. <laughs> um, but no, it, it makes it makes it interesting. I mean, Steny four for no mm, no pretty. Probably a pretty standard result to be honest. Yeah. And if Sharon are going to beat an Elgin's a good result for them as well. Yeah. Open no, things up. Definitely. Um I'll just be obviously see how Peter Head have watched any this weekend. So yeah, I mean it's obviously any league obviously the fixtures this weekend. I'm not going to run through every fixture because it's Kieran Mons that we're not sports seen. Um so I mean there is going there is some cracking results over the weekend. <laughs> um I mean if you go through it, Dundee United done fan one. Um, do, 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 where are we? Greenock Raythwick will be quite a good tasty tie as well. And you go right to Kelly Hart, Kelly Hamilton. We've already just talked about there. We think if you go into the Premier League Premiership, you've got Ross County St Johnston. Um, that could be a six pointer, and then obviously Aberdeen Celtic. But the one that probably tickles a little bit fancies. I mean, there's somebody in this podcast that after this fixture last year ended up in the airport. Um, so his hearts versus come on like at Tinkasa. What are you thinking about that then? Uh, I think we'll go on one. So? <laughs> Mate, the thing is, is that I say this to all my hearts buddies, right? I genuinely didn't say this to wind anyone up, that any of my hearts pals up because they all pretty much agree with me because they have to. Is that it doesn't matter how shy or how good we are, we always seem to go to Tinkasa and get something. Um, apart from that, aye, in the last 15 meetings, I think you have maybe beat us three times. Yeah. So, <laughs> so well, is, like, that's fine, and I, I totally get that. And But you didn't beat us the last time, despite playing absolutely bash. So, do you, uh, do you think it's going to be what do you think the score is going to be? I think I'll, I'll, um, I'm going to say 1 0, Kelly. I think it'll be a draw. I, I, like, I, I think I, I really think it'll be a draw. Um, our a one-one at nil-nil. It'll be a one-all draw probably. You'll probably go in front and then shut the bed. Um, but I think that's probably just because we are being in Europe and just coming back from Norway and all that is probably the reason why. Um, I think that obviously we've not been able to play players tonight because of Brexit, and we'll come on to that. But with Tagawa and a bit pace, I think will be quite deadly. And um, we've seen it last week against St Johnston, but I think it's going to be Europe is what's going to take us out. At we're having a bet. 
So what's the bet? What's going to be I the don't bet know. this time? Are we having a bet or not? Are you going to you going for it? You have um, to. I mean, Camp, Camp, Camp and Conquer wanted me to be fucking dancing to something fucking have, the last time on fucking YouTube, so that's not happening. You have to do a podcast standing on your head for the whole time. Mate, I can fucking barely stand on my feet. Never mind stand on my head. Well, so, well, well if I'm going to well, do something, we'll, 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 we'll put thank you something, but if you're going to agree with it, I'll take your bet. Or we could put up on Twitter and see if anyone else has got suggestions. Like, yeah. People go. like that. People like interacting with that. Aye, I know, I think, I, I, I generally think, I think, look at the fixture though, I think, I'm I'm never usually confident when we go to Tyne Castle anyway. I think there's only been maybe a couple of times that I've genuinely went, I think we'll win the day. And then, lo and behold, the majority of the time, I'm quite surprised. This is one of the very few occasions where I'm saying, we've just came off the back of beating Rangers at home. We're on a high. Um, Hearts have been in Europe. Unfortunately, lost to Rosenberg as well. Uh, you, you would you probably saying favour Kelly slightly more. A draw is a realistic result. I, I don't think I, I don't think there's many folk that are going to have hearts to win this. Um, I think there'll be more than you think, but I think draws nailed on. Eh? I think the draws nailed on. I think it's got draw written all over it. Um, but I suppose we'll see three o'clock Sunday. Probably the and obviously, but the game is going to be Aberdeen Celtic on the telly. But I mean, that's really wrapped up the SPFL. Well, again, it's just really started. There's not too much else to talk about in regards to that at the moment. So yeah, I mean, that's really it. So as as I said, it is European Week. Um, three clubs and three Scottish clubs are in Europe. Um, we released a preview the other day, going through it. Um, so you go back and listen to that first if you want, and then. You can hear our thoughts on the game. So we first of all had in the Champions League qualifiers, we had Rangers versus Serviette. Um that finished 2-1 to Rangers. And it was goals from fun enough, a penalty for Rangers, um, and scored by James Tavernier and then Dessers. And something you don't often see is a penalty given against the team at Ibrox, uh, given against Rangers at Ibrox when Bedia uh, got a uh, goal back for uh, Rangers, uh, for Servette, sorry, I should say. Um, it is late, so I'm going to let myself off with that one. Did you see, have you seen any of the game? No, I have not. Ugh, watching, obviously, penalties at the moment. So, yeah, I mean, to be honest, probably you'd expect Rangers to, to obviously win that, uh, to get through that tired, um, just with the, probably the quality of Rangers against quality teams for the Swiss League. We'll come on to absolute tripe for the Swiss League in a minute. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a softish penalty um, given against Rangers as a foul on Cantwell. Um, again, a well-taken uh, penalty for Tavernier, as you'd expect. And I'm just getting the Dessa goal at the moment. Where are we? Here we are, here. So, he's crossing into the box, and Dessa's just waiting at the back post. So, yeah, that was a very, very, probably good goal. It's what Rangers needed, Um, I would say, after, obviously, the events at Rugby Park, um, getting ourselves back on track in Europe, 
and then obviously building towards obviously getting ourselves into the next round so that they can either play PSV or Stumgratz. I think it's going to be PSV, they're 4-1 up. But yeah, I mean, that's what Rangers need. Probably just the standard uh, standard 2-1. They're, they're obviously in charge of the tie when they to go over to Switzerland. Yeah, uh, as you said, it's a nice bounce back for them, um, especially given the result against Kelly at the weekend. So, cracker result for Rangers, toping that up. But it's it's the thing with these second legs; they've still got ninety minutes to work ahead, yeah. and there is only a goal in it. Uh, but uh, I I could see Rangers getting through that. Hopefully, I think P- PSV PSV realistically should go through from that game. Well, that'll be a tough. That'll be a tough contest. Yeah, just looking at the the penalty that was given against Rangers, it's one of these is that the balls came in for a cross. Boys went up and VAR's actually given the penalty. So yeah. You see them um, what you say? No, I was gonna say, yeah, you happy with the Rangers? Yeah, I mean it's pretty to be honest, it is pretty straightforward. Um pretty straightforward for Rangers. You'd expect them to go and win. Obviously, it's two ties a night. Um first of all, over in Rosenberg, it was Rosenberg two, Hart and Middle Dame one. I don't know where the fuck to start with this. Um, we've I don't, I don't know where Frankie Smith has, has looked at the fucking team sheet has decided Ken Watt Benny Beningame is a player he needs to start he's not played football in 18 months this is the best fucking game we're going to start um, we looked slow we looked we had no pace unfortunately with due to Brexit we've signed two or three players that actually because of the Brexit rules and everything else they couldn't actually travel to Norway to play um, it'll be to do with just come and getting their granted their British visas and everything else. So that's a fucking that's obviously starting with one hand tied in your back. We were slow. We had no pace. Um, sleeping, sleeping for the goals. Simple as that. You you hope obviously Shanklin gets a goal back. Obviously away goals don't count, and that's one thing that that's pretty. That's obviously it's shite, but it's it's one of these things, is that. We're still on the tie. We're 2-1 down. It's exactly the same as we were against Zurich last year. We're going to have these boys back. Obviously, we don't know how, how good Vargas is. What I've seen of Tagawa, he's quick. Um, he looks quite good. It's what we need, pace. We're still on the tie. And this is the thing, is that we are still in this tie. Um, aye, it's no great. You go you go over there and you get beat. But I'm pretty confident. I think we still have a chance next Thursday at Tynecastle. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I agree. It's, I think two one to get to lose two one to a team like Rosenberg, who are arguably the biggest team in Norway. I don't think it's a bad result. I don't it's think it's a disaster. Same, it's not the same Rosenberg though. That's the thing. It's not the same Rosenberg as, as what we've, uh, as what we've encountered before. Oh, I mean, this is true. I mean, uh, Celtic had played Rosenberg at Parkhead a few seasons ago, and Rosenberg managed to get a draw off them. Yeah, Parkhead, and I, I, I still, I still think they are a pretty formidable force. It's a listen. It's a team that play in Europe every year. They're gonna, they, 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 they seem to be whereabouts in Europe every single year. Um, I, I think you're right. I think Tynecastle, Tynecastle, they turn it into a fortress next week. If Hearts can score early, there's no reason for Hearts to go and win the tie outright in ninety minutes. Yeah, um, they and they need to get an early goal. Of course, it's like it's like the Zurich game last year. We're two one down. And we started well, we just couldn't score, and then George Grant, I fucking hate him. Um, 
got himself sent off. So yeah, and I, I just I can't stick on my toe. Um, obviously, as I said, when it comes to team selection, we were obviously limited a little bit, but I don't understand why Benny played. Peter Harren's played every game that Stephen A. Smith has been in charge uh, in the last season, and he's played mostly pre-season. And then we decided to drop him. Um, we decided to drop him and we take Benny off at half-time and put Harren on. Harren should have started the game. Uh, simple as that. The Obviously, some of the other subs looked a bit strange just looking at them. I missed the second half, unfortunately, because I was at work. Um, but, I mean, they did bring um, B-team graduate came on. He got the last 20 minutes, 2-0 down. He came on, Aidan Denham. Um, he's one that Neesmith and McAvoy have quite liked. Um, Nielsen had actually let him go, told him to go and find a new club. And then when Nielsen left, Neesmith gave him a new contract. So, yeah, it's a, there's, there's shoots of encouragement there. That's how we, we take it back to Tynecastle and we work on that. So, obviously, then there was the, the second game um, tonight and we've obviously talked about Tripe from the Swiss League and they're obviously Switzerland are sending some absolute dug meat to go and represent them in the, the Conference League because, obviously, they, they turned up at Easter Road and it was Hibernian 3, losing 1, I'll be honest, I don't know, the closest I got to seeing any of that game was seeing Easter Road being stuck in traffic on fucking Abbey Hill. And so there was a man at the game, though, pretends he's a Kelly fan, but he's probably been Easter Road more times than he's been to Rugby Park. Um, it's, you tell us about it. <laughs> Better than that, Sandy. That's all it is. But, <laughs> but no, listen, cracking result. I mean, it's an outstanding result, really. Um, first half, first half was pretty even. What I enjoyed about watching Hibs tonight was that Hibs played with like quite a bit of intensity about them. Um, FC loser in. I hope I've said that correct. They they looked pretty comfortable. They looked pretty relaxed, and I think like what most teams do, they probably come to Scotland or play Scottish teams and they underestimate them, and then when they realise that they need to step up their game, they will. <clears throat> but as I said, that they they didn't play. They just played looked like they looked like they were comfortable. Um so there wasn't really much in it. I thought at one point Loser and were gonna score in the first half. Uh there, there was a boy I'm trying to find his name. It was Oku, I think that's how you say it. They're number eleven. Frightening. Absolutely frightening. So quick. Had the touch of Maradona as well. And I, oh mate, it's just absolutely brilliant performance. Um and he was switching wings two or three times during the first half as well. And just causing defence absolute problems. For the whole... Hardly brilliant. Well, that, this is the first half. As I say, there's, there's two halves in a game of football, Andy. So, the obviously, half-time came up. Um, I'd say before that, uh, Johan, is that how you say his name? Number seven for Hibs. Aye. Um, he was unbelievable in the first half. Uh, then Lee Johnson decides to take him off and put on a beat which I thought was a bit of a strange move considering they had had such a good first half. But then within the first minute of the second half, uh, Newell scored and it was 1-0 Hibs. And Hibs again carried on from what was a pretty decent first half but still playing with a bit more intensity. They moved the ball about really, really well. Passing was sharp. Um, Loser and then David Marshall hits... <laughs> Ball gets played in. David Marshall, all he needs to do is make a simple catch. He fumbles it. 
puts out for a corner and then loses her and goes and score from the corner. And it's a clean clean header right into the top corner of the goal. It's uh, David Marshall. There's been a lot of comments about him, and I'm sure our other veteran happy on the podcast can tell us about him, but I think his days are numbered, mate. Eh? His um, days have been numbered for fucking years. Yeah, he's just, he, he just, he doesn't look confident at all. Um, in terms of man management at the box as well, he's got none of it. His distribution is so slow, and he, he's just, he was, he was at the back of probably Hibs slowing the whole game down at, at times as well. Um, there's just no quickness about him. But anyway, enough about Marshall and how push a game he had. Hibs then took that in their stride from going, from get from, well, essentially going to 1-1. <clears throat> uh, and then it was their new signing, debut signing, Vente. I think that's how you say your name, the boy that was up front by himself. He then scored in the 72nd minute. Um, and then straight away, Lee Johnson took him off <laughs> and put on Christian Deutsch. Um, so, so, again, it was like another sort of strange substitution. Um and then Obita wrapped things up in the 90th minute with a nice clean through one-on-one goal with the keeper. Uh, so I, it was just, it was a really good performance for Hibs. Strong, confident, fast, quick in the whole second half, totally on top of Loser in. Um, considering Loser in probably did have slightly better chances in the first half, uh, they were just totally out of the game in the second. Um, for me, I thought tonight as well for Martin Boyle was... Martin Boyle was just Martin Boyle to be honest the boy always plays his heart on his sleeve Newell Levitt just unbelievable tonight um, but Miller I thought fullback was really really good uh, he looked strong and confident on the ball but at least one half Edinburgh won the night in Europe and does Scottish football proud the other half couldn't do it but they do have a chance next week at Tynecastle. I think Hibs have another 90 minutes two goals is never enough Especially for yes. Hibs. Well, yeah. there's as much as much chances we've got to go and show next week. There's as much chance that they're going to go over to Switzerland and fucking shit the bed, sit in, and then oh, yeah. and then get scudded. So, I mean, every cloud. Hopefully, that's what actually happens next Thursday. But, um, and if anybody's listening, goes yes, I do want Hibs to get beat. I want all Scottish teams apart from Hearts to get beat in Europe. So there we are. Kieran, by the way, uh, what the fuck are you doing? What? Every time I look up, you're fucking you're the way that you're sitting on this computer changes. Sorry, we're doing this over Zoom, and Kieran, like upside down, back to front. Ah, it's because I've I'm I'm on my I've had to put my charger and I'm trying to get comfy. Ah, right, okay. Anyway, I'm lying in my bed. I've got a cold, mate. Leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry, aye. Anyway, uh, yeah. As I said, I was actually which I wasn't looking. I was just listening to you talk about Hibs. Uh, um, I don't have anything to add. I've, the only clips I've seen is where Boyle starts booking the referee. Um, <laughs> lucky that Willie Young wasn't involved because he done that to Gaza. Done it to him. He got booked for it. So, yeah. I mean, obviously Hibs. Hibs have won. They're three one up. There is they've they generally probably need to go out there next week and just try and play the same game. Because if they sat in, if they sat in, then basically they're just going to invite Lucerne on top of them for the whole game. Whereas Lucerne yeah. has to come out and score. Well, I mean, as I said, they, for the game tonight, Lucerne actually did look pretty decent. Um, the first half they did cause Hibs a lot of problems. Hibs only had one chance in the first half. 
considering they went and ran out three one winners. So it's I, f- I still think Hibs need to go there and give them a game. The yeah. guy just said um, because they will shut the bed because yeah, losing well, aren't losing aren't going to give them a chance. So are they a better team than the scoreline suggests? Uh, who losing or Hibs? Luzern. Uh yes. I'd say they're a far better team than what the scoreline suggests. Right, okay. Fair enough. But again, it is it's one of these good results for Hibs in Europe. Obviously, and it's what they need as well. Because obviously the winners, if they do get through, they've got Aston Villa. Um so it's that dream tie, Battle of Britain, uh John McGinn coming up the road, all this. For them, but I, I mean, that's really it. I mean, we've we've talked to SPFL. There's not in Europe. There's not much else happened in Scottish football. To be honest, there's no. I don't think there's any been any crazy stuff that's happened um, that I can think of. To be honest, um, obviously we have been covering lower leagues and not sorry non-league separately. Uh, so check all the, check all the podcasts out. All the leagues have started in Scotland now, um, or they were just about to start. And we've done. I think I've done previews for just about everything. Um, in our whole back catalogue, if you are, if you do want to get in touch with us and get in contact with us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, you can get us on X, <laughs> which is Twitter. Um, we are on Threads and Mastodon, just in case the arse falls out of X Twitter um, as well. And I mean, if you are listening, you have enjoyed what you've heard. I mean, give us a five star review. Um, if you've not enjoyed that, don't bother. Um, and again, at Part of the Boss, we are proudly sponsored by Sejana, the independent clothing brand um, based in Scotland with Swedish soul. As a Part of the Boss listener, you can get yourself what, Kieran? You can get yourself 10% off. Uh, very confidently said. They are absolutely correct. You get yourself 10% off. And what do you do to get that 10%? You use code Part. Part of the bus pod, all capital letters. As you can see, we really rehearsed this. This is the magic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, part of the bus pod, all capital letters. I'll pop it in the show notes as well so that yourself and uh, you can all get it, including Kieran. Um, And again, it's really been good just to get a wee chat about everything that's going on. So it's a bye for me. Uh, It's a bye for me.